Dosri Nukne Go Holodeck Pass Which is Klingon for Welcome podcast listeners to The Holodeck is Broken. Literal translation actually is What do you want, target of our hail, broken holodeck this is? <laughs> because Klingon grammar is sort of Yoda esque and they have no word for welcome, podcast, or listen. <laughs> I love that they don't have a word for welcome. They don't. Podcast, I was expecting. Mm. Right. Listen is new to me. Right. And welcome, they just, they don't have that, they don't even have that idea. I don't want you to be welcome. Right. So it's, there is no word. It's what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see that from a cultural standpoint. Maybe just sure. not necessary. Yeah. And Straight as, to the point. As <laughs> far as fictional languages are concerned, with the exception of some of the Tolkien languages, mm-hmm. Klingon has a full grammar and a 5,000 word oh, vocabulary. Shoot. They're to, a full it, practical it, language. It's yeah. big, yeah. It's taught in colleges. There's a translation <laughs> of Hamlet and a Christmas Carol and Klingon and <laughs> That's great. yeah yeah so it's it's a thing you could learn that's about all I know I know a few other things like kapla is success tohri oh, chu nice. uh, is beam me up mm. you know I have the things that if I was traveling on Kronos I could get by right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sounds... a taxi got yeah. it like, it sounds it sounds like kind of the way the German sounds to outsiders like very angry yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> But there's a but intentionally angry. <laughs> but there's a Shinto-esque honor that German I don't think quite has. Mm. Yeah, it's all about like I, I efficiency. Yeah, it's not what do you want? I find you inferior. It's what do you want? I'm a warrior and I have things to do. Right, right, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. I, I dig. So, I'm busy. Get to the point. Yeah. There were no Klingons in the first several episodes, so I don't know why we brought that up. But the, yes, this is <laughs> the holodeck is broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. Watch podcast. Just watch. In yeah. some cases, right. watch. For this bitch, right? Uh, yeah, for some people. We'll get that to, to that in a minute. So we four friends are going to watch all of Star Trek from the beginning. Pray for us. Like all of it. Yeah. All of it. I did the math. <laughs> and uh, depending on how many episodes we do per episode, that's going to be, ooh, I don't know, uh, seven, seven years, I think yeah. we decided, which, yeah. you know. Seven we years and like, what was it, like two months or something? Makes me want to kick into Voyager dialogue. Like, we'll be looking for shark cats, wormholes, <laughs> friendly aliens that will help us along the way. Although someone awesome. once told me that all of best TV shows get seven, seven seasons. Yeah. So, you know. Was that me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who's that person that was really wise? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we could we would end up going seven years, but there are a few Star Trek rewatch podcasts and a few Star Trek podcasts out there. I think we want to do something different though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the online Star Trek discourse is dominated by white guys in their thirties who have uh, over lionized their childhood. Now I'm not saying I do that. <laughs> Uh, uh, but but <laughs> I may have the propensity to do that. So one thing will be different on this show. If my fellow away team members, there could be a time when any of us perhaps become long-winded on a subject on which we're passionate about. But oh, yeah. maybe the rest of us have lost interest. I've got in a it. couple of feminism rants that are probably going to come up <laughs> in the early original series. Oh, why? That's that's what happened <laughs> because <laughs> while Gene Roddenberry was racially progressive he mm-hmm. was one of history's greatest horn dogs and that's a topic we're going to come back to a lot was he, some things in perspective was he truly <laughs> racially evolved or did he just really want to get strange from all directions <laughs> we will find out on this show <laughs> but back to the buzzer <laughs> you'll hear this sound 
and whoever was talking at that point has to be quiet for 30 seconds. I fully expect I will get the majority of buzzers <laughs> over the course of the next seven years. And I'm glad for that because I, I, I don't want to be that guy. But we have to create fail-safes to prevent me from letting the power go to my head. Right. There's a certain amount of like behavioral therapy there. That's, of the whole life. Yeah. Hopefully in the future, you'll learn not to do the thing that got the <laughs> By the end of the but... seven years, the buzzer will no longer be needed. <laughs> Actually, I'm hoping for a much more Pavlovian thing here to where like all I have to do like in the future is just like reach we across can... the table slowly and he just shuts Is this Stops just for, for the podcast seconds. or in our lives together as a married couple? Fair enough. <laughs> I mean... With that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk to our away team and uh, kind of get where we're coming from. Uh, I am too steeped in Star Trek culture. Uh, obviously, I started this Star Trek podcast with a Klingon quote, so that automatically... Nerd! Yeah, I'll take, I take your damnation and... Uh, <laughs> Use it to fuel me. I've watched every series and every movie a couple of times. I've read many of the kind of secondary canon books. I have, I can tell you which authors are good, which authors are not good on the secondary canon. Most of them are bad. Okay, um, but how much fan fiction have you read? Ooh. The better the question, question is, how much fan fiction has he written? <gasps> oh! <laughs> um, that actually is a question. That's a good question. I am a writer by trade, and out in the world somewhere, either on one of AOL's old servers, oh, or sitting on a floppy disk somewhere, are, are several issues of a fanzine I ran in the mid-90s <laughs> featuring my fan fiction, and it is... One of the one of the top five stress dreams I have, where I wake up and like they found it. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! My story where Khan keeps coming back again and again and again. I don't Some, get that reference. But you will, and that's you part will. of the beauty of this. So I think what we've tried to do is I've brought friends in who are varying levels of Star Trek. Let expertise so we can have some different thoughts other than okay guys it's your it's your boy again star trek fan 099 and uh we're going to talk about the defiant class and why it's not a space worthy vessel the what yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, i was done <laughs> okay for the next 30 seconds the rest of you introduce yourself and talk about your relationship with star trek <laughs> I am Laura. I am married to the voice you just heard, and I am I am a Star Trek nerd, but not quite to the same degree. I have never read any of the books or supplemental materials, nor could I tell you where the Star Trek wiki is located, nor what is on it. Oh, he really wants to talk in one second. MemoryAlpha.com. <laughs> it is the Star Trek wiki, and it's one of the better wikis out there. Ooh! Um, but I... The Star Trek The Next Generation pretty much raised me from the ages of 7 to 14, um, and that'll also clue you into how old I am when you do the math on that. Um, <laughs> I had a huge crush on Commander Riker, and um, that will make a lot of sense to anybody who's seen my husband in real life. Um, <laughs> so, you know. I, when you ask me if I'm going to shave my beard, I say I can't. I'm not allowed to. <laughs> Because then you get into that dangerous season yeah. one and two territory. It's Nobody wants become that. Become season one territory or insurrection <laughs> when he loses the beard for an hour. And, you know. um, my relationship to the original series is a little more tangential. Um, 
as is some of the other series, but like definitely I've seen all of the movies, although maybe not Nemesis because Matt keeps telling me about parts of that movie that I swear I've never seen, so I may not have seen that one from start to finish. I may have hallucinated parts of that movie because <laughs> yeah. there's no way they let that thing out of the yeah, studio. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I was I was raised on it, and it is definitely a huge part of my life, and I'm really digging Star Trek Discovery and super looking forward to Picard. Uh, my name is Eris, and I'm like a Star Trek undergrad i think i've seen i've seen like a little less than maybe half the episodes of the original season and or the original series um and then i don't know a third non-sequential order of next generation and then i i guess there's more out there um some of them i'm like oh shit no way they had a lady captain what (laughs) That that sounds that sounds dope. That's uh, I've seen and, the Chris Pine yeah. movie. Yeah. I guess there's more than one of them. I definitely saw the first Chris Pine movie and the terrible one with Benadryl Cabbage Patch because uh, I refuse <laughs> to say his name. He's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Wait, in relation to Star Trek, he's, he's made some dope stuff outside of that. Yeah, yeah, but lately you White say wa- his name three times right. and he appears in a franchise and destroys it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Whitewashed Khan is not his best work. (laughs) (laughs) Our secret weapon, Z. That's me. That is you. (laughs) Okay, I'm Z. Um, I'm the youngest person in the room, and I also know absolutely nothing about Star Trek, so I am a baby in general. I am starting kindergarten as far as as our school analogy goes. Star Trek GED. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I really only know vague pop culture references. Like I know Spock doesn't have feelings, um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. and him and Captain Kirk may or may not be banging. I mean, I stand by that. That would be secondary canon material, but yes. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I also know that there's like some guys with foreheads that need to be ironed, and <laughs> several actually. Yeah. Um... A lot of that going. On. <laughs> I think I've I've seen, like, less than a handful of scenes of the first Chris Pine movie. And that was only because my person and his mom were watching it one time, like, while I was doing homework or something, I think, uh, for one of my college classes. So... So, yeah, Star Trek is this massive thing, and it can be really inaccessible for new people. So that's part of the experiment, is... Right. Seeing if we can bring Z along the ride. Right, right. <laughs> sure. For these first two episodes we watched, I don't think we'll have accomplished our mission. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got a ways to go before we get to the before, good part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but along the way, we'll find a way home. I'm boldly going where everybody else seems to have gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anything else from anyone else before we uh, wrap it up on our first mini episode? I'm excited. Yeah. I hope you guys like the sound of our voices because you're going to need to suck it up if you don't. And yeah. stick, around <laughs> stick around for the next seven years. So. Yeah. We're going to be doing this a lot. It'll be a long time. <laughs> Welcome then, to being our friend. Next episode, we will uh, cover the first two aired episodes of the original series. The Man Trap, which aired September 8th, 1966. Didn't need to look that up. I just knew that off the top of my head. Oh my yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the uh, second episode that aired, Charlie X. These are, I believe, the third and fifth episodes produced, uh, uh, respectively. And <laughs> we'll wait till next because they're they're hovering over the button. Goodbye. 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 Live long and prosper. Goodbye. <laughs>
Bye. <laughs>